Hello, this is Dr. Steve Vargo, Optometric Practice Management Consultant with IDOC, and this is the latest edition of the IDOC Focal Point Podcast, so thank you for joining me. Uh, what I'd like to talk about in this podcast is clarity, and I had the opportunity last week to speak at the um, fall seminar, fall conference for the Oklahoma Association of Optometric Physicians, and the presentation I did was called Take Your Practice to the Next Level. And what I do at the start of this presentation is really go into the topic of clarity. I start by asking people somewhat of a personal question, but uh, I'm interested in their feedback. I, I ask the audience, are you happy where you're at right now in your professional career? And I find that some people will say with a resounding yes, that absolutely, I, I wouldn't change anything. I'm, I'm very happy with the... Uh, uh, the success I've achieved, I've, I've exceeded my goals, I've exceeded my my wildest expectations. But um, in reality, there's there's probably more people in the audience than that that are thinking, you know, if I'm really being honest, uh, it's been a bit of a challenge at times, and uh, I may not be where I I thought I would be at this point. I thought I would be farther along, and and I bring that up because that's something. Uh, it's not uncommon for me to hear that. From practice owners that they will say, uh, I thought I'd be farther along at this point. And, and sometimes they're looking at, at colleagues or competitors that uh, they perceive are, are farther ahead than they hope to be at this point. And what I ask the audience to do at this point is to look back three years. I tell them to go back three years in their mind and I ask them, did you have a clear vision? Did you have clear goals, uh, clear mission three years ago for where you wanted to be today? And a lot of times what I'll find with practices, and we do something at IDOT called a three-year growth plan. So uh, three years is a bit of an ar arbitrary number, but it's, it's something we do use at IDOC uh, when we sign on new members. We look at where you're at right now, and we forecast out three years and determine what do we want the practice to look like, what are the goals, what's the vision, and part of the reason we're doing this is because we want to make sure that we direct our efforts and our energy toward the right things, toward the the activities that, that put you closer to that goal. So I'll ask the audience that, and I, I get a bit of a mixed reaction, but, but what I've noticed in this process of uh, three-year growth plans and asking uh, members with IDOC what, about their vision, about their goals, is that the practices that tend to uh, consistently outperform the competition, uh, consistently succeed at a higher level, they do tend to have more clarity around their vision, around what they're trying to build. And a lot of times when you talk to these owners, they're, they'll even show a high level of excitement and energy about what it is that they're, that they're trying to create. Now, if we contrast that with offices that seem to struggle a bit more, uh, and these may be the offices that say, I'm not where, really where I had hoped to be at this point. A lot of times when I inquire with those offices about where they want to be in three years or whether or not they, they actually had uh, a goal or visions, you, you tend to find that they don't. You tend to find that there's much less clarity around the vision and goals of the practice. And it may be no surprise, I, I recently read a, uh, I was reading an article about the world's largest study ever done on high-performing individuals. And what they found was the number one habit 
of high-performing individuals was that they had higher levels of clarity around their goals, around what they wanted to build. So this is a great place to start. And I would tell you that if you're listening to this and your professional career, your practice, if you're a practice owner, isn't uh, at the point you thought it would be at this point, that you just start with a clean slate and look at the next three years. And what I ask the, um, the, the audience members to do at this point is pull out a sheet of paper and just start writing down, what do you want your practice to look like in three years? Let's, let's get really clear on that. Uh, what do you want your revenues to look like? How many employees do you want to have? What, what do you want your brand to be known for? What kind of services do you want to provide? Um, personal time as well. How, how many days a week do you want to work? So get it as clear as you can on what that practice looks like and, and what your goals and what your vision is. Uh, because we want to make sure that the things that you're working on from this point forward map to that vision. Next, I would ask you, what are some things that could prevent you from, from hitting your goals, from, from seeing that, that vision become a, a reality? And, you know, sometimes I'll hear answers around uh, money can be, can be an obstacle, or maybe we don't have enough people, or maybe we don't have enough internal knowledge um, but I will tell you that probably the number one thing I hear from offices that, uh, that do struggle to keep growing is time and uh, just a lack of time. It, it's, it's one issue with the practice that the, uh, um, the longer you own the practice, initially in the early years, you tend to have a lot more free time. But the longer you own the practice, a lot of your time gets occupied in patient care. And you find that the management stuff becomes a lot of distractions and firefighting. And these things that you need to do to keep growing the practice uh, start to become uh, very difficult when you just you lack the time. So time can become a big obstacle toward you accomplishing your goals if it's not managed effectively. So what I've seen work and what I would suggest is that you just simply carve out time to focus on the things that that you need to focus on. And uh, a, a great image, if, if you look it up, it's the, um, if, if you've ever seen the uh, importance urgency matrix, which basically breaks down how we spend our time into four different categories. And it's a, uh, one category is things that are urgent and important. Uh, these are things like if there's a kitchen fire or your little one falls down and skins his knee. Uh, these are things that we're going to deal with right away. Uh, fortunately, they don't make up a tremendous part of our day, so it's not a huge, uh, huge use of our time. Another area is things that are not urgent and not important, which we don't tend to spend a lot of time there. But the other two areas are where things get interesting, and, and they really um, uh, display how certain organizations spend their time differently and the outcomes of that. So what they've found through research is that a lot of low-performing companies and organizations will spend a disproportionate amount of their time on things that are urgent but not necessarily important. And I think this um, symbolizes a lot of eye care practices. We get caught up in, in a lot of interruptions and distractions and phone calls and paying bills and dealing with staff management issues. 
they're urgent, but they're not necessarily important in terms of the things that you need to be doing and executing on that's going to put you closer to your broader goals. Where companies that are known for being high-performing companies uh, tend to spend more time in the category of things that are not necessarily urgent, but they are important. And I would argue that if you took the, the time to start writing down, or if you do that, write down what, your, uh, what the vision of your practice and your career looks like in three years, that's going to require a lot of things that fall into that category, things that, things that are important. It was important enough for you to write down, but not necessarily urgent. And it, it's easy to fall into that other category where you end up saying, well, I, I just don't have time uh, for those things. A uh, practice owner was, was telling me somewhat recently that uh, he had a, uh, there's about six practices in his town and a new competitor, a new doctor had moved in. And he kept saying, I, I don't know how this other doctor's doing it, but he's really successful. And he said, the other six practices in my town, uh, it's been a struggle for a long time for all of us. And uh, apparently it's a small town. It's um, the economy is not very good, but uh, there was this new young doctor who had moved in and, and was, was just filling up his waiting area and the parking lot was full. And he kept saying, I don't know how he's doing it. And when I, inquired on this and, and pushed a little bit more for answers on what he's doing differently. I figured he must be doing something differently. Um, as it turned out, this doctor was very, uh, made himself very visible in the community and, and was involved in a lot of different community events and sponsored events and built a specialty around dry eye and orthokeratology, did a lot of marketing, was voted networker of the year. And I'm sure this doctor uh, had a lot of other uh, things that could have kept him very busy to the point where he wasn't able to do these things. But I suspect this doctor was doing what I see in a lot of other practices that continue to continue to grow and continue to build on what they have is, is they create time. They carve out time to work on these things. So it's something that, that I always stress with uh, doctors. It's very easy to get uh, to get bogged down in the day-to-day -day grind. So you almost have to carve out time on your schedule. Now, for many practices, that eventually means hiring an associate, and that automatically creates more time for you to focus on being the, the CEO of the business and, and focusing on those things. But if you don't have an associate, um, if you're slower, you may already have uh, some times in there that you can build in, or maybe it means getting up a little earlier in the morning or working on carving out an hour in the evening or an hour on the weekend. Uh, but I just can't stress enough the um, to, for you to execute on the things that you need to execute on, that you create time to do that, that you, you make that a priority and you carve out time to focus um, on the things that you need to do that puts you closer to your vision. So um, just to recap real quick, this is just a quick podcast, but I, I do think it's um, it's vitally important that you have clarity around your vision, that you don't just kind of wander through this, um, wander through this profession hoping that things will get better. Because I, I that that word drives me nuts a little bit because I've heard it said before. I just hoped things would be better at this point. I had hoped I would make more money. 
uh, I would hope that, you know, I hoped that I'd have a more successful practice, but hope is really not a, a method. It's just crossing your fingers and, and hope that, um, you know, that, that luck turns in your favor. So um, it, it does become really important and a consistent habit I see in higher performing practices. So they just have a lot more clarity um, around that. So get really clear on what it is that, that you want to build and, and what you want your future to look like, and then carve out the time to focus on the important things that need to be done that put you closer to your vision. And that wraps up another edition of the IDOC Focal Point podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, this is Dr. Steve Vargo. Thank you.